So you two on your on your glorious podcast, you talk about unsolicited Uber driver advice, which I think is friggin' hilarious. <laughs> um, I love that so much. Um, can you each give us your number one chart topper from these encounters? Okay. The one I hate the most, I think Molly kind of agrees, is when people are like, oh, it happens when you least expect it. It happens when you're not looking. <laughs> because I'm like, you have to be doing something to get noticed. You're like, like what are you, grandmother willow tree in Pocahontas? Get out of here. Yeah. I hate like I hate when people are like, yeah, and then like I just met my guy like I wasn't even trying. I'm like, oh, that's just bragging. Yo, to if me. somebody was <laughs> talking with that voice, I would punch the shit out of them. Yeah. Oh my God. You're like, that's- first of all, everybody is looking. If you're alone, you're you're pretty much looking. So you're that's looking a something. bold faced lie. You're, if you're looking out for in something. public, you're looking. You are looking. <laughs> Because me not looking, me truly not trying is like, why am I getting dressed up and going out ever? I'm not. I'm sitting in my house and I'm ordering Chinese delivery. Exactly. That's yes. that's a nice night in to me. That's me. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. I Molly, think, what about you? What about Molly, you? what about you? I think the unsolicited that like just pissed me off the most. I was 25 and I was working in Vermont and I was working a lot of like athletic events. So it would be like nights and weekends. And I was really trying to like grow my career. I was so invested in what I was doing. And out of nowhere, someone was just like, yeah, but like, you really need to talk to your boss because like, how are you going to date? Like, is this just like what you're going to do? I was like, make money. Yeah. that is <laughs> Enjoy my career. Yeah. Like, let me, let me look around. Are we on Little House on the Prairie? Who are you talking to? Yeah. What I, was the like, hell? I, I just talked you through a 20 page social media strategy. And like, that was your feedback. Like, <laughs> no, like this meeting is over. <laughs> Unfollow. Dislike. Yeah. Oh my God. What are you talking yeah. about? Speaking of social Blah. media, what's your Blah. real life social strategy? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Hashtag fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was great. That yeah, was great. it's just like people expecting that all you want is a relationship. It's like mm-hmm. actually, like that doesn't define who I am as a human being. Yeah, no, so, Pollyanna, not, not <laughs> happening. How, how dare you be a whole, complete human? Yeah, brain. you got a brain in there, and you're yeah. also a smoke show. That's impossible. <laughs> yeah, just a lady brain. <laughs> yeah. It's not as good. And you're confident and comfortable being on your own at nighttime. Aren't you afraid of the dark? (laughs) I am afraid of the dark. That's true. I'm actually very terrified of the dark. Woo! Welcome back to Don't Tease the Animals. I'm Pam. (laughs) I'm Sarah. Every week, we're here chatting on a relatable topic and following it up with two kick-ass games. Uh, We're coming at you courtesy of Newsstand Studios in Rockefeller Plaza. We are missing our Joe very, very much. Joe. Joe, so mad at us about last week edits. But we're so happy that our (laughs) guests tonight have carved out time to be with us going in. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. What are we talking about today? I mean, okay. So some of us have been out of the game for a while. And this game has changed drastically. And I'm I'm nosy as fuck. I'm just going to be real. It's only fitting that we invited this gorgeous duo. It's Hot Girl Summer, and it's in full effect, with or without summer flings, and before cuffing season. 
Wait, what's cuffing season? Exactly. So we're ditching the FOMO (laughs) and we're cracking down on what it's like to get out in the dating scene post-pandemic. I'm stoked but slightly terrified these two are going to school the shit out of us tonight. Oh, yes, Uh, they are. Stigmas be gone. We're welcoming the amazing ladies who know what they want. It's Erica Spera and Molly Demilier with Shooters Got a Shoe podcast. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. We are thank you guys for worthy. being here. We're so, so thrilled. I'm stoked. So you're both like super accomplished, super smart cookies, super beautiful women who know what they want and not afraid to go out and look for it. And we're just so grateful you're here to tell us all about dating on at the, and the relationships. Wild. And I wanna I wanna get a little background first, because I wanna know how you two Matt. So we officially met at a bar in Ireland. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you didn't even mean the States. Holy shit. No, not really. <laughs> so we've known of each other forever. Um, our families became really good friends because I was on Erica's dad's basketball team when I was like 15. Amazing. Uh, and, wow. But Erica wasn't on the team. So I just knew who she was, but she was a you know, on the better team. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, our our families stayed really close after that. And then I got close to like 10 years later, uh, my dad is a travel agent and he was doing a tour to Ireland. And so Erica's family came along and then we finally met in this bar in Ireland and Kind what? of realized why they kept us wow. apart for so long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So your parents were friends with each other, but you guys didn't meet for like 10 years? Yeah, because our hometowns were an hour away. Mm-hmm. So in the travel oh. basketball world, we were in the same organization. And then high school, actually, oh, her high school and my high school were typically rivals because they oh, both were the really damn. good teams. Wow. So yeah, we yeah, usually yeah. see them in like the championship games. Um, but right. I never played against Molly when she was on the team because I was older. Yeah, because we were two grades apart. Yeah. But because my oh. birthday's in the fall, like I was, I was always old for my class, and you were like a little young. I was young for my class. We're not that far apart in age, but yeah, we were two Interesting. Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. So, wow. Yeah. And, then I, so, and I was told I was pitched this Ireland trip was going to be a bunch of families with a bunch of kids <laughs> going. So I was like, oh, people your age, I want people to go out with, and everyone was in a relationship except for Molly. So, <laughs> and me, and me. Yeah. So I was like walking around. I just walked up to Molly. I was like, "Hey, you're single, right?" And she goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "You want to do a lap?" She was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "Thank God." Was like, That's amazing. <laughs> Real um, love and basketball. If if you will. Okay. Yeah, I've been waiting to drop it all night. There you go. <laughs> been waiting all night to drop. Oh, love, definitely gonna bring the love and basketball. Oh, I'm totally gonna bring yeah. love. <laughs> <laughs> So obvious. How could not? Molly, don't feed, don't feed the bear. Jesus. <laughs> okay, so all right. So you fell in love in Ireland and then you brought it back to the States. Um why a podcast? How did it start? What what was that? Like well, well, you know, it's a typical will they won't they story, you know. <laughs> no, um, I'm with you, Erica. I'm so with you. It's like pulling well, teeth. Well, it was great that I met Molly because I was in the city one year, and then she came to do grad school. So Molly likes to go out, and I would always be out late with comedy. So Molly would be my go-to of like I get done with shows, and I hit her up and be like, "Oh, you out?" And she always was. <laughs> yeah, three in the morning. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. She's like, "Yeah, I'm out. Come, come through." Um, so we became friends. Molly goes back to Vermont for a job, 
And then when she came back to New York, she hit me up. She was looking for an apartment. I have to have a room open. So we became roommates. And then uh, through our friendship and coming close, I wanted to start a podcast and Molly was all for it. So, yeah. I mean, we wanted to start a podcast. But, uh, yeah. We also, we would talk about dating a lot. Like, this is something that we're always having conversations about. And, like, when Eric would be traveling for comedy, we would just be on the phone as she was on her drives. And all of a sudden, we would have, like, an hour and a half conversation we're like, this needs to live somewhere. <laughs> totally. <laughs> People can benefit from this. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. can help the world. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm hesitant to ask this question, but I also really want to know, has dating changed? Yes. Um, and is there like a new playbook like in the past... I mean, obviously, apps were like a game changer, oh right? Oh, my God. Okay, so just to and, prove that you and I yeah. are dinosaurs. Like, well, when we I mean, were dating... E-Harmony, Match. I'm going to go as far as to say I made a dating profile on Lava Life in an internet cafe in Times Square. That's how fucking old I am. These chicks now can have it from the comfort of their bed, their home, their toilet, the subway, Mm. and can just... I mean... It's like shopping. It's kind of fucking brilliant. I may have dabbled for friends that are single, and it's, it's like a game. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tinder came out sure. my senior year of college at the very end. So it was oh, 2013 boy. was officially when Tinder was out. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to the city, I think two years later, suddenly there was Bumble. And Bumble. Then, then there was Hinge. Yep. Like, it was just like one by one. But 2013, yeah, yeah, yeah. so almost 10 years ago was when like the app dating really yeah. came to play. Yeah. I remember I used like plentyoffish.com, which was like <laughs> truly terrible. But, like, I also know people who have literally met their, their spouses. Love of their life. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they 30% have ex- of people that get married now success- Yeah, extremely mm-hmm. successful relationships. Like, it does work. So yeah. something's got to be okay with it, right? I think, um, there, like, there's two takeaways when it comes to just dating apps that I've gotten from our interviews. And the first is to date with intention. So... To go on the apps when you know that you're going to have time for dates. So like there's times like next week I am in Nashville for work. So I'm like, I actually can't set up a date right now. So it doesn't make sense for me to be on the dates if I'm serious about meeting someone. If I just like want to get my ego stroked and have guys like me, I can do that. But like, it's not going to amount to anything. And you need right. to know like, that's what you're doing. If you're throwing yourself into a situation when you can't date. And that was from uh, Logan Yuri. She has a really, really great book. Um, would definitely recommend that people check out. And the other like sort of vision on uh, app dating is like fear of a better option, FOMO, which is yeah. kind of like FOMO. Oh, man. It's just like, especially in a city like New York, it, oh, yeah. it, because you sign on and you might be looking at your matches, but then the first thing that it cues you up for is the people who have already liked you or like this other pool of people. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes you like, disinterested in your matches because Mm. you're like well what if I like commit to seeing this one person Tuesday night but like I have this whole pool of people who I haven't seen yet what if they're cuter what if they have a better job what if they're funnier what if we have better like texting charisma Mm -hmm. you kind of have to funnel all that out that's exhausting yeah it's rough (laughs) well it's like the fact that there's kind of so many options on dating apps also makes it like you more look for like the spark. Yeah. Which right. a lot of people say like the spark isn't really a real thing or it's not the sign of a good relationship or 
you know, like people can be sparky people, but it doesn't mean it's the right person for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. You know, our same just goes for like level of attractiveness. Like there's so many things Absolutely. that can make you just be like, oh, like this is what I want. And it's, you're not really paying attention to like the real details of the person. Also, so say like you find someone and it's good on an app. And now there's really the hard part of the conversation of, okay, so when are we both going off the apps? Because like we can't, just like omit the fact that we're both on here because this is how we met. So like, right. I know you're on it. And like, I've been dating guys and like, I thought that we were together. And then all of a sudden you look at their profile. their profile. No, they don't show up again because you're so bashed. But like something, something in your gut says you got to check that profile. And all of a sudden it's all new pictures from <gasps> before. And you're like, oh my okay. God. Like you're still out here. Like we're not using condoms. I might be sleeping Whoa. in your bed a couple nights a week. But yeah, so it's like, what point do you have the conversation? What point do you get out? Like, it's such a game. Yeah, that's wow. the big thing. Oh Whether you met them online or not, it's like you, until they tell you, I'm only dating you, or right. I'm only sleeping with you, and not sleeping with anybody else, like, you don't know, and you need to have this conversation. Yeah. Like, back in the, I mean, way back in the day, especially, it's like, oh, if you went on, like, four or five dates with someone, it was like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Like, yeah. That's it. Steady. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No questions. And I was like, I have to even just define like, hey, is there any other woman out there that thinks she might be your girlfriend too? Like, or is it just me? You know? Yeah. I actually have a friend who now will ask men if they're single before they start a conversation. Uh, which I'm like, that's actually not a terrible. She's like, then yeah. And I'm like, well, why? She's like, but then I can never be in a situation where. That, like they could say like well you know you knew always knew you like this knew. wasn't something so it's like i asked you and you straight up lied to me mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. kind of putting all the that pressure on them i have so many male friends that are relationship guys and are great guys mm-hmm. and like one of them he finally was single for a minute and all of a sudden i was like oh my god i would date this guy like it suddenly just fell out of nowhere like wait he's really great maybe i did him went on a date the next day like in like so in and committed. So the people that are commitment types yeah. that are men are typically in relationships. So that's why it's so hard. It's because it's like, yeah. yeah, all the people that are out and single right now typically are not relationship people. Well, that's yeah. like, it goes back to the attachment theories mm-hmm. um, and people with secure style attachments are the least likely to be single. So it's like, those are the best, the ones most likely to get into a relationship, but they're also right. like the hardest to find. And in healthy right. relationships, it's like, you might get into something, but it's a lot of uh, anxiety and uh, what's the other one? Anxious attachment. Anxious and anxious and yeah, and that can come so, up yeah. like yeah, like needy. But the, the mm-hmm. girls aren't needy. It just means that I need my needs met. It's not, it's yeah, not, that's actually what does. That's what attachment yeah. theory is all about. Yeah. It's, it's basically like whatever you need is not needy. That's just what you need. What, what you each need. person needs is different. Some yeah. people are like, hey, I need that constant communication or check-ins. Other people are like. Yeah, just call me like at night before you go to bed. That's enough for me. So it's yeah. like everyone's level of need is different. Do you find that communication is more open than it maybe used to be now that like everybody has all of these tools and there are kind of these new social constructs that are in place or is it still just bad? No, they fucking hide behind it, I feel like. And it depends, yeah. it depends your emotional availability and maturity. I've had sure. guy friends tell me you're very, you've always been emotionally very mature and very like, you'll put it out there and be straight up and I don't play games. But a lot right. of people still play games. And it's either because they don't like you or because they just have that wall up. I don't know. Sure. 
I mean, from like a comms perspective, I just think like communication on the whole right now is so fascinating in that we've never had more ways to communicate with another person. And I don't think it's ever really been worse yeah. of like, yeah. and yet <laughs> I can, yeah, like I can be texting a guy and then sending like memes on Instagram and we're having like two different conversations and like, mm-hmm. maybe we still have like a hinge conversation that's not totally dead. And then what if he calls me at what point is it not weird to make a phone call and then right. a FaceTime? And it's like, it's so many different threads of communication. It's like, that's how things get lost in translation. Like is uh, sending a meme or liking a photo or watching my Instagram story, does it mean anything more than calling me or texting me or mean anything less? It's like you try and put like almost like a numerical value to all of these types of communication. And it's like, it it really, if someone wants to be with you, like they're going to show up. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing to remember. That's also what makes orbiting easy. If some dude might not answer your text, but then he can Instagram DM you. And it's almost like that him ghosting you didn't happen. Right. Because right. it's not right. in the current conversation that's happening. Well, and then sometimes like they talk about in orbiting, like how the reason they choose to orbit is because there's a part of that relationship they weren't really ready to let go yet. And then you've already moved on. And because they have a semi chokehold on you, like, ghostly they pop in whenever they want because it's convenient that is mm-hmm. bizarre to me well, i don't understand they say it's ego-based when a man reaches back out to you it's this thing of, especially when they're a little flirty it's this thing of they're almost going i can still get her get their yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, like, that's why it's like, oh the best my thing to god it's just block people and everything that's my new model in life <laughs> like i've even done that to people that like were friends of mine that i'm not friends with anymore and i'm like no, I'm putting a nail in this coffin. Like, I don't, I'm not going to keep wow. this big thing. <laughs> like, that's wow, not my stuff. Wow. Oh my God. Or the big thing about New York, uh, I mean, in general, marriage, the average age of marriage increased by like five years, which is crazy yeah. for an average to increase that much. Yes. Is, yep. is like, there's clearly a significant change in dating everywhere in the country. But like, New York is like another five years on top of that. Yep. Yep. So, it's, it's hard when you're a woman of, like, when you turn 30, everybody starts, like, talking about your eggs. And, like, do you want to have kids? Oh, my God. Like, it's so fucked up. up. That's fucked yeah, up. It is fucked so up. Fucked it up. is fucked, fucked up. up. Okay? Tell my mom. Yep. And, um... Uh, yep. <laughs> Mrs. Barry, you better be quiet. <laughs> yeah, but it's this weird thing of, like, like, it's kind of this current dilemma of you're like, okay, if I don't focus on that part of my life right now, am I going to regret it in however many years? Yep. It's like, but you only do if it doesn't happen. If yep. it ends up happening later, like plenty of people I know, they're like, yeah, I'm glad I like stayed in my lane and focused on my career and blah, 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 blah. And I met this person at this time. Uh, but that's when it's hard is it's the, the classic New York is like, okay, if you're 30, that usually means you should date dudes that are almost 40. Yep. Because that's if when they're ready, ready to actually, someone. that's when they're ready to actually start getting serious and being like, oh yeah, I could, at 40, they're like, I could see myself having a kid someday. And you're like, well, then Fuck you've already off. resigned you yourself shit? to dating you do stuff? someone Come at on. least 10 years yeah. younger than you. I was listening to your episode on um, does a woman's worth decrease? Does a woman's value <laughs> decrease value, yeah. with age? Uh, Which made me want to literally throw up in my car as I was listening to some of the shit this guy was saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tangent, but like also it's so fascinating. Some of the stuff that you guys discuss on your show which is just like these preconceived notions that people have that are based on nothing other than just their sense of 
I don't know, opinion and entitlement and their perspective. It's crazy. I think also a lot of people fear what they don't know. And like women Mm -hmm. getting married later and not being totally focused on being a wife and mother Mm -hmm. is is still kind of odd in like the social constructs of our society. And so I think like older generations just, they don't know how to communicate with that. Um, And like, I've always felt really lucky because my mom, she had, she had me at 40 and she didn't marry my dad until I think she was 31, which like for that time, like that was, Mm -hmm. that was unheard of. So like, it's just, it wasn't really the way that I was raised or like how to think about the world. Like my parents still tell me like, you're so young. Like, yeah, you should just go to, you know, France next weekend. That'll be a blast. Like, go (laughs) take off. You you work too hard. And so I think like, I just kind of grew up in a, That's beautiful. a different kind of world that like, I don't know. I think it's kind of feeding a little bit of like my Peter Pan syndrome that I got to get on top of, but you know, I, I just, I, I absolutely, <laughs> you have time. You guys, are, you, have 30, time. you guys are 30, 30. I'm 28. I'm 30. Yeah. You have I time. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I, didn't get, I didn't get married until I was 32. I didn't have a kid wow. until I was 36. I had a kid when I was 34. I did not meet that kid. I had a kid when I was just turning 36. And just, I did that. I think that's, I think that's also something it, you mentioned it. It depends on the career. It depends on where you are. It depends on what it is you want out of your life. I, I mean, I was raised by a single parent who was like, if you marry the love of your life, hold them tight. And if, God forbid something happens to him. Don't fucking get remarried. And I looked at that like, oh my God, maybe I'll just stay single forever. And yeah. I I moved to New York fully eyes open. Like, I'm going to live my life. and I'm going to travel and I'm going to do what I want. And my 20s are for me. And my 30s, if someone comes along that I enjoy spending my time with, I'll keep them around. But if not, then I'm just going to keep traveling and keep saving my pennies. And then... I never thought I would have a house. I never thought I would have children. I really never thought I would be married, to be quite honest. I say this to my husband a lot. And, um, no, but I like somehow, that because like, I, I enjoy hearing that because that's kind of how I feel. It just I, it I feels had, like, what is no, that happening? It doesn't I mean, feel like it's happening. I was and then everyone's in, like, it's because your perspective that it's not happening. It's like, no, no, no I have a right well, to just say that I don't no. feel it. I, I get just <laughs> perspective right here. Like, I yeah. just, I don't think that's, I think that's not fair. Yeah, or at a certain point, you're kind of like, well, I've already waited this long. Yeah. yeah. Just waiting another five, ten years. Like, you're like, the 20s flew by, the 30s are about to fly by. You're like, because then when you meet someone, you're kind of like, okay, I waited this long. Is this really the guy? Like, is this yeah. really? That's FOBO, baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It goes back to what you're saying about FOBO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think something that we talked about recently, uh, like the hero theory or like the hero yes. instinct theory of like yeah. getting that going in a man so that they want to be with you. The way that Erica and I have really talked about dating as we've like built our careers and become like really independent is we thought that we were doing it well. I mean, like, I don't need you here. Like, I want you want here. Want you here, like, yep. You're going to come in. Like, everything's going to be hung up on my walls. Like, all the furniture put together. Like, we've got a couple of toolkits. Yep. Like, we, we can do it. Yep. But And I think that's also the hard part for guys that we date is, like, yeah, they're not needed, you know? And I think, like, for the male ego, that's challenging. Like, yeah, it like is. I, but I also think that the 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 kind of guy that you want to stick around will appreciate that. 
I truly do believe that. And I, and I know a lot of guys that really need to have their ego stroked a lot. My husband mm-hmm. luckily is not one of them. So I'm here to tell you that there are, there are people, there are men in this world that will appreciate the fact that you have your shit together all on your own and you don't need him because also- it's going to mean that much more when you say, I want you to be here and I want you to be a part of my life. It's not because I need you. It's because I want you and you're going to add something to, to my life that I can't have for myself. You know what I mean? I'd be curious to know your answer on this, but like I was thinking about it the other day, it was like, okay, if I'm dating a man, what really changes in my life? And I'm like, mm. I have sex more consistently. That's what, that's what, <laughs> and that really was the only answer I could truly come up with. I've never dated someone that was like, oh my God, my life has changed so much. It's like, mm. I have someone to have sex with consistently and someone that will always sit on a couch and watch a movie with me. I go like, out to eat more. And, go, and I go out to eat more. Yeah, that's, I don't black out as much. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's we'll put that in the positives. That uh, sounds like my mid twenties, so yeah. I'm, I'm right there with but, you. Yeah, it almost seems like it's it's almost like you do have a new best friend in the sense that you're like, hey, whenever I'm free and I want to do something, there's usually this other person that will do something with me. But like when they sure. have their own life, it's like okay, not 100 percent of the time, but it's like oh, that's your go-to person you can call and go, oh, let's go get dinner at this place, or you just go to their apartment and hang out. Like, mm-hmm. but it's not like I've been dating someone and suddenly I'm like I'm vacationing all over the world and I'm on a yacht. Like it's like nothing is truly changing of the right. basis of my life, and I don't really want it to. But it's like yeah, that's where it comes in of like if See, I told I... the man that he wouldn't like that answer. If I was like. Oh, how's my of life course. changed? I have sex with someone. <laughs> like, right, you'd be right. like, I do more than that for you. And I'm like, sure. And but to sure. be fair, but to be fair, like you wouldn't want them to necessarily say just that about you. You know, exactly. I mean, it's like right. what I would say to that. My answer would be is that it's not necessarily that your life changes immediately overnight. Mm-hmm. It's that your um, your perspective shifts a little bit, and a little bit by little bit, there's a security, there's a feeling of like settledness. There's a feeling of um, calm. Yeah, no that, more chase. That the chase is no over. more chase. The chase, <laughs> it feels like you're not, you can relax. You know, you yeah, can you become kind a of, we. The longer you're together, the more of exactly, a we. Yeah. Exactly. Which is a beautiful and, thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah, and and to also the, the most important thing about finding a good partner is that you can still both be your individual selves. You can be each of you and also a team. You know, it's, I mean, I think, and that's probably what happened for me. And that's when, why I think I knew when I met my now husband, it was totally different than any person I'd ever dated before. I was like, this is different. This is special. I'm not letting this go because I just felt calm. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I had to like wait a certain amount of time before I texted him back because he was going to think this way about me or feel like I was being crazy or whatever. I could let my crazy show and I, and it felt like it was going to be okay. Right, which the calmness did make your life better. It did. Like, you know it, what I mean? Really so that's did. the thing. It's just like, yeah, I don't feel like I've dated anyone that great that I was like, wow, yeah. I really, my life, I felt better or they were helping me be a better person. Like like any of those things, which is just telling of like, yeah, that's why I haven't found like sure. my person. You're you still know? looking for your person. Yeah. Yeah. But you never really know. Like I started dating someone during uh, COVID. Uh, in, it was Oof, like September of last year. Yeah, right? And... that it was the exact thing that you described like at the beginning I was like whoa like this feels different like it wasn't this spark feeling I was like we're building something like this is a good person like uh I just felt very calm like there was no game to it like we both just answered when we could and just sweetest sweetest guy and then 
out of nowhere, just like no. broke up with me like no. four months Stop. in no. and, and just completely blindsided. blindsided. And I was like, oh, happened? I mean, it was a while. Thank you. It was a while ago at this point. Like, I, I'm good, but it's like, How okay, you know, you? don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back out there. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I wouldn't yeah. expect anything else. Yeah, she's got back from Cabo. She's fine. She's okay. Oh, yeah. She's okay. <laughs> so oh my it god, is, it was yeah. just a little bit like ah, like I thought this was the feeling that I was looking yeah. for. So it's like, okay, how do I trust that again? Is a little bit yeah, of like that's I'm tough. Mentally unpacking. My one good friend, Chanel Ali, hilarious comic. I was actually in a green room with her, and we were just talking. And she goes, you know, she goes, boys are just for fun. She goes, I'm gonna stay with you as long as I'm having fun. She goes, but if mm-hmm. I'm not having fun anymore, I'm not gonna stay around. She goes, that's yeah. what this is. This is fun. This should be fun. Yep. It should be happier. fun. Exactly. I think that's exactly. important though, of like those swings. Like uh, something that I've always felt in relationships is that like I like to go out, I like to party, like get pretty wild. But when I date someone, I just try and be what they want me to be. And like it's more of this like docile, like quiet person. And like I'm also a very anxious person. So I never want to like start a fight, but the wheels are just like cranking mm-hmm. in my head. Really turning. So it's like, yeah, like I don't ever have those swings. I just like try and be perfect. And then I, I think like that's where it can be so hard to really, really strike a balance. Yeah. It's like, okay, like does the old you have to die to like go into a new relationship? Like, does it need to change just like a little bit? Because ultimately like you are going to be a little different, but... Sure. And so, well, and I think there's, there is inevitably, there's a period of time when you are your best self mm-hmm. when you're meeting somebody. And when you're in that first like six month span, like you are oh, yeah. just like putting on, on your, best, your behavior. best face, you're on your yeah. best mm-hmm. behavior, you're, you know, only showing them the best parts of you. And that's just normal. That's just human nature, you know? Mm-hmm. It only leads up to having fun and the bathroom door open. <laughs> yeah. Like when my Never was... <laughs> have the bathroom door open. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. As much as you want get to, don't fucking do get it. Get a grip, Pollyanna. I'm never doing it. Pollyanna. I'm never get doing that shit. I'm never going <laughs> to my husband. I'm yeah. not doing it. So, okay. So I want to circle back because Molly said something about dating during COVID. And I'm very interested how that How did that even worked. happen? I was like, I felt like it just forced you to go online because places were not physically open. You could meet people. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the winter. Exactly. So. I don't know. You went on more dates than me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Do you think it would make people better at dating and more like appreciative and more like excited to be out and like treating you better? But in my experience, it did not. I actually went on a oh, lot of sucks. really horrible dates where I was like, wrong with this we planet? are just sitting in a park. <laughs> there is no thought of this. <laughs> oh there's my no God. snack. There's no drink. I'm like, fucking shoot me. Like, I want to Are you anyway, kidding me? It works for Molly. You're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm risking my I'm risking my life being here, like, so that we can sit in a park with nothing in the cold. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, there's nothing like going on a bad date and then someone being like, Well, you should tell him, like, so he can improve. And I'm like, I'm not gonna teach that dude how to get pussy. Like, he <laughs> oh my can God. keep failing. What am I own. a Yelp? Am I a Yelp reviewer? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Not I'm not project. gonna hold no. your hand and wipe your ass for you too. That's not an option here. <laughs> I actually did have that thought though while I was dating online. I was like, it would be great if you had some kind of rating system that like only <laughs> other- yeah, like an Uber rating. Like Uber. Yeah, you should like an Uber rating that like, you don't. Yeah, you don't know what your rating is, but everybody that sees your profile can see what it is, and everybody that you date can give you a rating. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Right? Oh, I yeah. love that. I like Heard that. it here first. Any of you nine want to make that um make want to make that app go for it because it's probably <laughs> gonna make you a lot of money. <laughs> okay, so dating during COVID. Go ahead, Molly. 
Uh, no, I was just going to say, I was on, like, uh, a hiatus of, like, not really dating, kind of just, like, partying and, like, hooking up. And then COVID hit, and I was like, oh, uh, like, kind of, like, used it to get my yeah. shit together for a while. And then I was like, I guess I'll try to date, because, like, it's not going anywhere. So I went on one date, and then I got that boyfriend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that time oh i'm so excited we're going in i'm so excited game number one it's time for games game number one whoop, whoop. um i think it makes sense for these two former ncaa b-ballers to take their chance and attempt their goals slash let go of any inhibitions trust their own confidence and pursue anyone they want hence their name shooters gotta shoot so clever double meeting and going right into this game i'm gonna call it vocabulary schmocabulary so Sarah and I have each found a handful of terms and phrases that we think could be easily confused between basketball or dating. So they're going to help us figure out, is this term used in basketball or modern dating? I, I pray to God we don't have similar ones. We might, but, but maybe not. On your soul. Okay. Um, you want to go first? Go first. Yeah. No, you, my lady. Go first. Okay. Um, well, literally orbiting was my first one. So you know <laughs> what that means. was my second one. <laughs> like, we're going to move that along. Um, I'm going to go uh, slow fade. Ooh. That's dating. That's dating, it's but there's dating. a fadeaway shot in basketball. Yeah, hey. it's not called a slow fade. <laughs> it's not called a slow fade. Yeah. But How slow could it possibly be, right? <laughs> you know? No. Yeah, okay, so probably going to get blocked. So slow fade, it's kind of like when you're, um, it's like the drawn out version of ghosting, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you just kind of like slowly like walk backwards into the night until... (laughs) (laughs) I like how you're moving your hand with that. It's very nice. (laughs) (laughs) I just picture that Simpsons thing where he's like backing into the bushes and it... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great job, ladies. Um, You're one for one so far. (laughs) A-S-T. Oh. Did you mean assist? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I don't play basketball. A-S-T. I don't know what that stands for either way. Yeah. Okay. I'll go, I'll go basketball. Stumped. Okay. I feel like okay. I'm going to go dating. Okay, so you are both correct. So <gasps> A-S-T could be assists by athlete or awkward sexual tension. <laughs> oh. mm, okay. Abbreviation. That must be the abbreviation on a statue. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, I didn't pass much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you both technically were right. So You're still so crushing it, Molly. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Um, benching. Both. Yeah, that's both. both. Definitely both. Yeah. both. So I, you build a bench in both cases. Yeah. yeah. So like, and it's funny because the definition that I found for that was literally referenced putting someone on the bench in sports. Um, mm-hmm. But it's basically like if you have two people on your radar, one is giving you better vibes then you might like bench the other one and like kind of ease off a little bit. And then you can come back to them. You can orbit on back to them if your <laughs> other one falls through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, man. the whole point of like, you know, the best ones, like just because you're benched doesn't mean you're never going to play again, but you just don't play as much as the other people. Or That's you right. build up a bench yes. in dating yes. so that like you have people to hit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh, you got fucking all-stars on the You up? <laughs> Question mark, Netflix and chill, eggplant. <laughs> okay, um, I got one. Um, 
T-O-V. Oh, is that, is that an abbreviation for turnover? That's what I think. Yeah. I think these are statue abbreviations. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's abbreviation. That's, that's basketball. Yeah. Okay. It is technically both. While in basketball, it is turnover percentage by team. It also, um, apparently by Urban Dictionary, the guy that will always be the funny one, even when he's not trying to make you laugh. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like, is it just said tove or is it really T-O-V? Tove. I... Okay. Interesting. Funny guy. Oh, not gotcha. Pass it around but... my younger friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see how it works. the Gen Zers and see uh, if they know tove. what that means. Mm, right? yes. Such um, a tove. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Palm the ball. Mm. Basketball. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Basketball. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, it's basketball. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, Licking is dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Take me a second. Fair. Um, okay, I've got one. Lockering. I mean, with the ing, that makes me think dating. Yeah, because I don't know this term as a term for sports, so I'll go dating. You are correct. If you hey. ever experience someone ditching you by claiming they're studying when in fact they're just not interested, you've been lockered. <laughs> according, to Ask so Men, according to AskMen.com so for high school sweethearts starting college or at separate schools, this could be a prelude to what they call a turkey dump. Since the mm, main feature of lockering is the claim oh. that nothing's wrong, they're just focusing on their studies, it could occur at any point during school. Interesting. Man, I thought it meant when you're dating someone and you don't want people to know, so you, it's as if you would shove them in a locker. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I thought. I like my... that. Oh, man, that is I something like that. else. Oh, it, I didn't write that one down, though. Damn. <laughs> that's when they hide okay. you. Um, cookie jarring. Oh, oh this is related to breadcrumbing. Yeah, this is dating. Yeah, this is dating. Oh, they're on to us. They listen to their second season. Breadcrumbing, cookie What's jarring. What's breadcrumbing? We talked about this. It's when you, like, Sarah, kind of string some along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah. It's Hansel and Gretling us, yes. So okay. Okay. Jar, cookie jar could be also basketball. Because a shooter, when you're young and you're learning how to shoot, they tell you to put your hand in the cookie jar. Oh. <gasps> Oh, true. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sarah. Maybe there's some XL's a fat little kid. But, but in dating, oh. it sounds like... <laughs> okay, we're really good three-point shooters, so... It works. Grab that chocolate yeah. chip cookie. Yeah. Make it yours. Here's <laughs> where she can understand. Yeah. <laughs> cookie. God. Okay. I was like, cookie jarring in dating sounds like not putting out. Like, yeah, it does kind of feel... The there's, there's like a sexual connotation to it, for sure. Yeah. So I was going date... The dating term. It's... um. If you um, have been seeing someone but have yet to DTR, then you find out that they've been seeing someone else behind your back. You've been cookie mm. jarred. They were yeah. keeping you handy in case the other person doesn't yeah. work out. They That's were benching it. you mm. yeah. while mm. they orbited around <laughs> the solar system. <laughs> okay. All right. And performed a solar um, fade. <laughs> I'm learning. Um, uh, pick overload. I think that's dating. I feel like it could be both. Like, there's a pick in basketball, which yeah. is like a play, but not. I've never heard pick overload. I'll go dating for me. I'm going to go both. <sighs> Erica, you were so close, but 
it is a basketball reference. Pick overload. This two to three zone play is designed to get an open three-point shot on the wing or in the corner by overloading one side of the zone and forcing two defenders to guard three offensive players. Huh. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea what I just fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. My last one is snatch. Oh, girl. I could go both. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think both. It's a, well, I was thinking a basketball term. I'm sure that there's a dating term. Obviously, snatch is a euphemism for something, but um, basketball term, it's, I think it's basically when you just steal the ball away, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, same thing with dating. It's like, it's like they got snatched up. Yeah. It's like someone, someone got them. That's fair. I didn't even think about that. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's possession. It means like there's someone's right. possession now. So yeah, right. snatching the ball. That goes both. Yeah. I like that though. You guys are smart. <laughs> okay. I got one last one. Okay. <laughs> um, swinger. I mean, I know the dating term. Yeah, it's for sure dating. Uh, but I think there's a cut in basketball that's called like a swinger cut. Or I would, I would remember I had a coach that would always say like swinger, and we were like, stop, like stop. <laughs> you swing the ball back. Yeah, saying that. That's in a lot of plays. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll go goals. That's my answer. Okay, I was going basketball, you filthy animals. This play is designed <laughs> to get a blindside pick and roll for your point guard at the top of the key. After using the pick and roll, the point guard has a number of options to give your team and the best opportunity to score. Did you wow. watch Hoosiers before this? Yeah. There's so many, like, pick and rolls. <laughs> I have no <laughs> fucking idea what I just said. <laughs> I was like, I only understood, like, 50% of the words that you just said. I was like, those words don't go together in English. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have... Okay, uh, great. I love that. I have... I have two honorable mentions here, and I don't know if you've heard them. Roaching. Oh, Ooh, I no. I saw roaching. Roaching. When you won't leave someone's apartment. I'd like to. I'd like to propose the name hermit crabbing. Oh my mm, god! Both oh. of them terrible. Uh, where people hide the fact that they're dating around for a new partner, and when confronted, claim to have simply been under the assumption there was no implication of monogamy yes. to begin with. In today's more poly-friendly dating culture, this is a slick tactic to shift the blame to the person confronting them. But the truth is, both parties responsible to be least baseline open about seeing other people. If that's the case, I've been there. Yep. Sneaky side deal. <laughs> And my, then, my only other honorable mention was rim shot. Because <laughs> oh, I thought it that sounded funny. Yeah. Good yeah, for you, Sarah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I learned the, the basketball term. Get your heads out of the gutters, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get us into game number two. Okay, game number two. I'm so excited. We're going to take a little, um, a, a kinder version of that, that famous game, um, Mary bang, kill, and we're going to say bench, marry, or bang. And we're each going to give um, these lovely ladies a choice of three gentlemen, and we'd like for them to decide who they'd like to marry, who they would prefer to bang, and who they might decide to bench. Before okay. we... Okay. I, okay, bench. Before we do this, I, we should just ask them, like, mm-hmm. ideally, what are you looking for in a guy? Oh, that'd be good to know. Like, what's, like, my top three things? Like, like, three bullets? Yeah, sure. Like, just someone just lay it on me. Like, if I could make a dream guy for you, I can't even believe you don't have a fucking dream guy, both of you, I can't believe you're both single. What 
what would I need to put in the in the weird science machine that Sarah loves so much? Thank you for saying weird science. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what would what would we need to do? Uh, dependable, hardworking, and kind. Love those. Okay. Um, I would say smart, uh, a good sense of humor, and uh, loyal. You heard it here first, guys. Get pick up the fucking phone and slide into the DMs. Get okay. your shit together first, though. Get it together, not boys. Around. <laughs> Get it together. Nothing to be okay. afraid of. Put your insecurities away. And now, ladies' choice. Here we go. You go first. Oh, thank you. You're All right. so welcome, Molly. <laughs> you have the option of George Clooney. Whoa, Jason Momo. Ben Affleck, but not now or way back. I'm talking Ben Affleck in the town. Oh. I will oh. give you a subs I will give you a substitution mm-hmm. for Ben Affleck if you'd like. Did you mean Jason um, Momoa? Yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I like I like saying Jason Momo. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> so you could leave, do you. Uh I think I would. Do you want the substitute for Ben Affleck? Yeah, let's substitute Ben. Adam I, Demos. I respect J-Lo too much. I don't Adam want her Demos, to fire this. Girl. Adam Demos from Sex Life. The oh, skinny, The skinny hot bad boy, yes. Hey, oh. Um, oh, that's a hard sub. Okay. By the way, the dick was a prosthetic. I just want everyone to know. It was? Yeah, I just found that out. That's Molly, Molly, please... Please it's consider that in your dick. answer, Molly. <laughs> Ooh, it's nobody's real dick. I just want to put that out there for the world. Okay. <laughs> PSA. PSA. Uh, Penis service announcement. Okay. That changes things, but that accent. Well, now um, I think I have to bang him just to know. Great. Okay. okay. And he's, he's sexual. He's got that, he's got he's that big He's very hat. sexual. Yeah. He will I, call your best friend and put you on a video. It's Yeah. Funny. Uh... I think I would marry Jason Momoa because I've recently said white guys just can't really do it for me anymore. <laughs> and so I got to put George Clooney on the bench. Mm-hmm. A little old for me. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's a, that, good call. It's a tough, tough bench though, but I that, also, I like to get drunk and hit up my bench. So I'll call George sometime. Sure. Wow. You know? I respect that you're not just marrying him for his cash because he's so much older than you too. Thank you. Yeah. It was a tough decision. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a good ego check for George Clooney. So yeah, very good ego chat. Nice. Like, yeah. yes. 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 Oh, wow. I'll put baby in the like corner. I fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Erica. So okay. I have mine in like little categories. So I'm going to go with the sensitive guys first that I've picked. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm Harry Styles. I have to Google these. Okay. That's okay. Google yeah. away. I know Harry Styles. Styles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover. Oh, damn. Wow. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. Oh. Wow. Taking her uh, back to 10 Things I Hate About You. Ooh. Oh. Slash, slash Ooh. Inception. Hello. Batman. I would Batman. marry Jason Gordon-Levitt. I would marry him. He seems like the hey. most solid marrying uh, guy. Oh, yeah. Do you see his, like, baby, it's cold outside with Lady Gaga? Oh, my God. The live? night before? Oh. No, I haven't. YouTube it. It's adorable. Uh, but he just—it's—it's it's probably because of the roles he plays in movies. But he—he he seems like like a good, solid dude. He's yeah. playing himself. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> most likely. Honestly, most actors say the costumes are the acting. Um, A gentleman who can host the 50th anniversary of Sesame Street is down <laughs> to treat a lady You right. would know I'm just that saying. fact. I'm just yeah. saying. That's amazing. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm benching Harry Styles. He's not really yeah, my type. Uh, yep, also, he's down. Yeah. Uh, so I, I bang, I bang Donald Glover for sure. Oh, or, yeah. Actually, I would bang Childish Gambino, but yeah, it's fine. Yes. <laughs> More of a fan of that, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Okay. Excellent choices. Erica, mm-hmm. your choices are Ryan Reynolds, Drake. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't know what category you're picking from. Okay. <laughs> and then I have, I went all over the board, mostly just hot to make it harder. Um, okay. And then Mike Vogel, who plays the husband on Sex Life. Oh. And uh, you can and you can substitute if you don't want Mike Vogel, you can substitute with Bradley Cooper, but not now, Bradley <gasps> Cooper, and not oh. way back. I'm talking Wedding Crashers, Bradley. Oh. Uh, um, oh, Bradley Cooper. Here's Hello. the thing: Mike Vogel slash Bradley Cooper both go on the bench for me. <gasps> okay. Oh, They're both right. bench people for me. Okay, um, so it didn't matter. No substitute there. Okay. I'm very torn because I think Drake is too emotional that I couldn't be married to him. <laughs> I'm a way bigger fan of Drake, but the, um, like I would be like, another sad song? Uh, <laughs> that also just be like a good one for the belt for you. Of like, yes. yeah. You know what? I had yeah. Drake. I, I had yeah. Drake. Top yeah. that, Riri. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like, I, I would think I would bang Drake. I would, I would marry Ryan Reynolds because I think we would, we have a similar sense of humor. We would laugh a lot. Yeah. And he's, and he's a loyal dude. He's got a wife for a long time. So. Yes, he has. Drake's never been married. So that, that, yeah. He cries too much. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give Molly yours. Okay, Molly. Um, I'm going to go. I also had, so these are the funny guys. In my categories, Ooh, okay. Oh, um, I also okay. led this li- led this list with Ryan Reynolds. Um, then I have for your choosing pleasure, uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Ooh, oh my now? God! Wow! We're on this, not now? on that some, now. Not not on that seventy show. Some some mm-hmm. yeah somewhere somewhere fucking... post that seventy show when he like came out on some MTV Music Awards and and. They yeah. were like everybody was like, "Holy shit!" He's when he was hot. still hosting Yo Mama on MTV, yeah. but not with Lin- but any not with it. Lindsay Lohan, right? Uh, any uh, any of it after post seventy show, yeah. yeah um, or Damon Wayans Jr., one of my more uh, favorite people. Oh, I've met him. He's very nice. You've met him. I've met him. I my love friend him. He's very <laughs> nice. He's, He's so effing funny. He's so oh, funny. I love oh, him. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, this is so hard. God damn it. I'll try when he tells her to stop cr- <laughs> Stop! You stop crying. <laughs> yeah. God, stop it. so good. Stop it. Stop it. I recently uh. found Happy Endings on Netflix, and I'm like, that's the show that he left New Girl for, that then only uh, had three seasons, uh, and it like kind of broke my... Like, now I'm going to watch that show. Yeah. Oh, it's, he's that. so effing funny. He's, he's so funny. So funny. That show is hilarious. I do love him on uh, New uh, Oh, God. He's on, so good. Coach. Yeah. I, uh, okay. Prime do the right New thing. Girl, that guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, Prime do the New right Girl. thing. All right. I'm going to have to marry him. Yeah. I got to bang Ryan Reynolds. I got to know. And I, I also, okay. I got to be an Eskimo sister. I got to be Eskimo <laughs> sisters with Blake Lively. Like, Blake I, Lively. I have to. I love her. 
Yeah. It feels right. Um, yeah. so sorry, Wilmer. Also going on the bench. Say hey to George. Um, you bench some yeah. very hit you up later people. when I'm bored. They're yeah. all good looking. I mean, that's, yeah. when they're all that's hot, fair. Then it's like that's fair. Right. Yeah. That's fair. It's really tough. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I got three. I think we need to do three black dudes. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. I got one right yeah. there. Uh, Michael Ely. Do you know who that is? Yes. Michael Ely. Michael Ely. He's the, he has the bright green eyes. He's in like yeah. every rom com. Oh, yes. Uh, Tay Diggs. Wow. <laughs> Wild card Kevin Hart. Oh, I was going to put Kevin Hart. Wow. guys won. Wow. I love him. And you can switch out Michael Ely. He's the least known. You can switch out Michael Ely for Damon, Damon Wayans. Uh, do you want to keep Michael guys, Ely or swamp him? I, I, I mean, I, I love Michael swap Ely. Him. I do. You that's swap that's swap my, him. like, oof. Those yeah. eyes. Yeah. I look at them forever. Sorry. Fine. Yeah. But beautiful. Like, I'd probably bang Kevin Hart. I'd be so curious. Oh, so I don't know. know. He's, got, he's got to be a jackhammer. He's yeah. just so much, like, anxious energy. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Put it there, yeah. He's, I would be curious to see if he was funny while we were having sex. Like, he's that, he just, he can't yeah. not be funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was really fun, you guys. That was great. I love so hearing fun. those. You guys benched some really good-looking people, but Listen, I don't think we made it super easy on you. You, just, you guys got me all riled up now. I'm, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, who do I know that looks like Tay Diggs? New phone, who dis you up? Oh my God. All right, so it's time to pimp out our guests. Ladies, share your social handles, where people can find you, how to listen, anything else you want to share, like events or shows or any upcoming dates you have that are important. Uh, yeah, you can follow our podcast at Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod on Instagram. We release every Thursday. Uh, and I'm at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guapa underscore Molly. And thank you for having us. Yeah, this is so thank fun. Thank you, guys. You guys this was so we're awesome. So You're grateful. wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, every week we try to we try to bring it for you. We really do. We're clueless, and we hope we made you laugh. We love all nine of you so <laughs> much. You. And um, Joe, we miss you so much. Don't forget to follow, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, hey guys, thank you for joining us. This um, was a good one. Yeah. Thank you so much. And congrats on all of the awesome work you're doing in your podcast. Really, you're doing some really cool stuff with destigmatizing all corners of the dating world. And it's really amazing work. Um, congratulations on all your success. We're so thrilled that you were here with us. You guys, you nine, we love you so much. Join us next week. Bring your orbiters, your swiping right only your um, hope for that your best date is yet to come and your be ready to take your shot when it's your time to shoot because shooters gotta shoot and we're so happy they were here and until next time you guys don't tease don't tease the animals animals.